Well, the virus has now killed more than 100 people in China, and new cases have been confirmed around the world. So you don't want to frighten the American public. France and South Korea have also got evacuation plans. But you need to prepare for and assume. Strongly warning Americans to avoid all non-essential travel to China. That this is going to be a real serious problem. France, Australia, Canada, the US, Singapore, Cambodia, Vietnam, the list goes on. Health officials are investigating more than 100 possible cases in the US. Germany, a man has uh, contracted the virus. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. Japan, where a bus driver uh, contracted the virus. Coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4,500. We have to prepare for the worst, always, because if you don't and the worst happens. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, welcome. It's uh, Labor Day, Monday, 5 September, in the year of our Lord 2022. You're in the War Room. It's the traditional, this is the last day of summer. Everybody's enjoying it uh, to get uh, to get their batteries recharged one last time through this weekend for um, uh, for the big sprint, not just in November 8th, but all the way through the holidays and the end of the year. There's so much going on. It's so slammed. But I thought we do what we do today is to actually go through, since it's Labor Day and we want to honor uh, the workers of America and we want to honor um, the work of America, uh, that we talk about where we are as an economy, where we are as a nation, and then where we are with the great work of this nation, including its manufacturing and, and, the, and the jobs that are going to lead us uh, out of this morass. In fact, Dr. Preeta uh, Navarro to join me. Uh, Dr. Navarro, I, w- I want to start off with Janet Yellen. You know, we ended the week with Janet Yellen's victory tour, uh, started the Detroit Economic Club. I want your assessment. What I want to do first in this in this show is kind of set up as you do a just kind of a with your Harvard PhD gimlet eye, look at really the world economy. But start with her victory tour, then we're gonna to go to America, then we're gonna talk about Europe, then we're gonna talk about China. Kind of set the stage for uh what we think is a, a is a blueprint, not just a political blueprint, but really an underlying economic blueprint. And you outline it, you got a new book coming out which we'll talk a lot more about later, but really go through this in detail to give the war room posse really the, the, the information they need and to be loaded with, not just the, for debates around the barbecue this yeah. afternoon and the cookout as, as they're closing up the summer house or the beach house, but really to go forward and to understand their own personal life. One of the things I pride ourselves with, everything that you and Cortez and Jason Trenard and Dave Bratt, Dave Walsh, you know, the whole economic team we have on this is to really let people think through in their own personal life. Right, what what they're doing. So, uh, Navar- Doctor Navarro, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah. Walk me through the the victory. Walk me through her, because you were one of the highest guys. And I keep saying, in in a second Trump term, I think Navarro is um, is uh, is the minimum the head of the National Economic Council. I would actually think you would be a Secretary of Treasury. I would love to be there. I'd love to get the TV rights for your confirmation hearings. Um, but uh, that I could serialize that. What's the over under on me getting fifty in the Senate? <laughs> fifty. What's the over under you getting like ten Republicans? Forget the Democrats. By the way, you yeah, may get I'm more good. Democrats. No. So, yeah. so yeah. no. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. we're betting on the fifty. All right. So um, so uh, so go ahead. Walk me through. Walk me through, Janet. Yeah. You, 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 and, hang by the way, you I had pred- Cortez pencil in for NEC director. Uh, but hey, hold but, on, hold it. No, look, no but hang on, hang this. on. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. No, no. You, but you particularly. Reason I want to start with Janet Yellen. You have particularly yeah. singled her out for 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 your. I grab the microphone finally away from you. I'm going to lay this off. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm saying you've picked on her from t- You've picked on her from the beginning of the yes. administration of this regime, yes. and yet she's taken a victory tour. She's taking a victory yes. tour to the Detroit yes. Economic Club, the most prestigious, yes. and you're on War Room. So well, it, walk it's, me yeah, that's, Okay, so <laughs> well, first of all, just let me say how special Labor Day is to me. I mean, at the White House, I was the deplorable blue-collar guy in there fighting for American manufacturing jobs with black, brown, and blue-collar Americans. And I always love Labor Day because, you know, Gary Cohn or, uh, was like in the Hamptons with Mnuchin and Kudlow was in his Connecticut mansion and Wilbur Ross was in Turkey sipping Turkish coffee. And, and, and the only people in there were me and the boss 
who was really concerned about the economy. Um, Labor Day is MAGA Day. Okay, if there's any day uh, besides Memorial Day in the calendar, it's Labor Day. Because MAGA is end endless wars. That's Memorial Day. And it's prosperity for uh, the middle, middle America and blue collar America. Now, let's, uh, let's talk about Janet Yellen. Um, this, um, this victory tour, which she's uh, proposing to go on, it's not just the Detroit Economic Club, Steve. She's, she's actually conducting from, as Treasury Secretary, a political tour for the November election. So she's hitting a number of different spots. Um, and this is the effect of complete turnout of Janet Yellen from respected academic to flat-out Detroit pimp. I mean, she's she's there. I'd be surprised if she won't have bling. She'd probably have a gold necklace. And, and I mean, she's just, I mean, this is bad. And the reason why I say this, Steve, is you go back to January of, of this year in Davos. And the speech she gave was the prelude to the victory lap, whereby she said things like, um, no sign of any problems with eviction. Uh, the vaccine rapid deployment was creating great conditions for growth. Inflation, according to professional forecasters, uh, was going to be muted and life was good. And of course, everything that she has said has proven to be wrong. Uh, and this is eviction thing is is for me like, the, one of the bigger of many canaries in the coal mine because we're facing over 3 million new evictions just over the next several months. So she has got it wrong. And the other thing she did in Davos was co-opt the Ronald Reagan notion of supply-side economics. Trump economics is, is, is supply-side economics in the sense of Trump focuses on structural improvements in the economy, whether it's deregulation and, and, and lower tax burden, uh, whether it's strategic energy dominance, whether it's fair trade. And none of that, none of that is in the wheelhouse of Janet Yellen. Instead, she is going, going to have this victory tour portraying what is a set of irresponsible, hyper-Keynesian stimulus bills. And she's going to try to cloak them simultaneously as inflation fighters and productivity enhancers. And meanwhile, and you and I are going to go around the world here over the course of this great Labor Day special, we see um, all sorts of deteriorations in a way. And the thing that's totally missing in the Biden regime on Labor Day and in Janet Yellen's lexicon is any reference to trade. I mean, remember, as inflation goes up and interest rates go up here and the U.S. dollar gains relative to the euro and the yuan and the yen, what we're going to do is suck in more and more imports from the rest of the world, depress our own manufacturing and growth at the same time that crises in places like Europe with, I mean, that place is going into the dark ages this winter. They're not going to be buying our stuff. They're not going to be able to ship stuff to us at decent prices because of their energy and supply chain issues. And and so she's just, I mean, she's going to try like a good, loyal political soldier at Treasury to get the, the, the House reelected as Democrats, the Senate reelected as Democrats, okay. and to boost Joe Biden's but, but hang numbers. On, but hang on, uh, uh, hang on, mission. hang on, you're, and, and hang on, you're a liar you're, hang on, and a pimp. Hang on, hang on, you're burying the lead. I want to go back because it's very important. This is why I'm so proud of you and Cortez and us calling it, you know, back in February of 2021, we were on yeah. point about what we saw their initial economic, and we said, you guys are first ones, and in February 26. You know, a year and a half ago, this is going to be stagflation. They're going to drive a recession and unbelievable inflation. When people were laughing at us, what do you mean inflation's nothing, etc.? Go back to Davos. I want to deconstruct this speech first because it tells you, her job is looking over the other side of the hill. Her job yes. is she's got an army of people. They have tens of thousands of people at Treasury. Peter Navarro's got himself. We've got a couple of people here. I want to go back to that Davos speech of what she forecasted out. And remember... The Financial Times, the economists, they were lauding this. This was Biden had had a new formula. 
uh, you know, the American Recovery Act had passed. Biden had done it all. And, you know, his 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 numbers were they were starting to come down because of the because of Afghanistan and other things. And people we started talking about the inflation was starting to hit, but they were still louding him. And she went down and not double down. She tripled down. But I want to go through specifically what she laid out and how dead wrong she was and how the policies have exacerbated the crisis we're in today, sir. Well, look, the central core of her miss, her failure to look over the horizon, um, was her miss on inflation. And um, she doesn't seem to understand that that the particular kind of inflation that has been brewing in the economy that you and me and Cortez and others have been talking about on the war room is also the kind that breeds recession. There's no coincidence, Steve, and for the podcast, you can't see it, but Behind me is the 1970s uh, on my screen here, uh, the stagflation years where you had simultaneous slow growth and inflation. She missed that. She, she said she missed that. Jay Powell said he missed that. How the hell do you miss that when you know, the, the, the deplorables uh, on the war room are telling you flat out it's coming? When I wrote a memo in May of 2020 when I was still in the White House, that said, stagflation's coming because of everything I'm seeing unless we do X, Y, and Z. And guess what? Instead of doing X, Y, and Z, when Biden regime comes along, they did A, B, and C, which got us right to the destination faster, the stagflation destination faster. No credibility. What, um, one last time, I just wanted, before we start talking about the different economies, her victory tour is offensive for the reason that and not just about the politics, you know, obviously the Treasury Secretary can, you know, some are more political than others, but which is offensive in its own right. But but it it is the lies and misrepresentations. I mean, they take this. Let's be honest. This 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 last yeah. thing they passed, the inflation reduction, it's Orwellian <laughs> in its title, but ah. it's, it's literally a payoff. It's a payoff that yeah. they think they're going to lose the Senate. So it's a Joe Manchin and these guys are literally paying off their corporate sponsors, uh, crony capitalism, their donors, and bailing out. Listen, it's a bailout of the underwater, uh, you know, a sustainable energy business, which is all underwater, not even close to being profitable, bleeding cash. This is just a payoff, and she's going around talking about that's the victory lap. Look at what we and 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 really, it's just uh, it's what fascism is. You have total control of the well, state, and you just pay off your sponsors, yeah. Peter. Well, the problem we're facing here is that they have the ultimate megaphone in a corporate media, which um, is vested in making sure that the House hang, hangs on with Democrat leadership. So you're going to have the you know the obligatory CNN, MSNBC spinning. Uh, whatever positive news they can find, but you're also seeing CNBC, e- even Fox Business. They're not drilling down into into the real whirlwind that's sweeping around us. I mean, as we speak, the stock market um, is, is is has established a bearish pattern. At the same time, the bond market has. Steve, you and I have talked about this, and it's a subtle but important point for for the for for the posse here is that. When you have stock prices going down, that's recession. You have bond prices going down, that's inflation. And and the whole Wall Street paradigm is based on the fact that never happens. That that if you got in recession, inflation's supposed to be going down, so bonds so bonds are going up. But but we're seeing the stagflation forecast. So everything the markets are telling us, everything our eyes are telling us as we scan around the world, we're going to do that. One of the next segments, we go around the world, and I'll tell you exactly why. Okay, exactly. We're going to take a short. We're going to take a short commercial break. Uh, Peter's got the new blueprint out. Uh, it's going to be available in a couple weeks in pre-order. We're going to talk a lot about that. The blueprint, how we get back on track. We're going to do a tour to horizon, uh, from America to Europe to China to all of it. Also, Peter's going to give us some more thoughts on why Labor Day is MAGA Day, why Labor Day is the high holiday for uh, for MAGA. Short commercial break. We're going to be back in our Labor Day special in a moment. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. 
what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. Taking back Trump's America. That's the incendiary new book from former Trump trade czar Peter Navarro, available on Amazon today. Stephen K. Bannon calls Taking Back Trump's America a brass-knuckled insider's account of the merciless 2020 fall and miraculous 2024 rise of the White House of Trump. Taking Back Trump's America is the blueprint for a new Trump White House that will truly make America great once again. Order Taking Back Trump's America today on Amazon. It is definitely brass knuckles. Welcome back. We're on the Labor Day special of, uh, and we want to thank everybody at Real America's Voice to make to make this happen. We love doing these holiday specials. We're doing a tour to horizon the world economy, where we stand as kind of a jumping off point for the sprint to November eighth and beyond. As we get in office, about executing uh, Peter's book is not just what the problems are; it's what the solutions have to be which makes it very, very powerful. Also, talking about solution, I want to make sure everybody goes to birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. I've got my second part. You know, first part, I did the politics of money. This is the end of the dollar empire. This is part two. This is about the falling of the U.S. dollar's reserve currency. Uh, Financial Times has had a piece about about uh, the reserve currency the other day. I, I'm going to put that back up on Getter. Uh, everybody's got to read this. We're going to do, I think, five, six, seven, eight of these to get people up at the end of the dollar empire. Part two, it's all free. Uh, had a huge turnout for the first. If you haven't gotten the first, go to uh, uh, birchgold.com slash Bannon, forward slash Bannon. You get the first one, the politics of money, and then you get uh, then you can get part two. Part two's out now, officially over the weekend and today. Uh, I want to go to, back to Dr. Navarro. Peter, uh, give me a, a couple of minutes, because I don't think a lot of the, particularly new audience that have, have come on in the last year or so, um, that weren't with the show in 19 during the impeachment and weren't there in 2020 during the, the uh, during the pandemic uh, appreciate really the kind of blue collar nature of really Trump's outlook on life. Although he comes from Queens and, you know, he was born into a real estate family, but dad, very hardworking, tremendous work ethic. Obviously the president is a seven day a week guy. doesn't drink, doesn't really party, plays a little golf, but even golf is, is he's networking and working the entire time. But he's a seven-day-a-week guy. You, I'm not sure you took a day off in your four years in the White House. You were there every day. But why is, and we've done these specials now for a couple of years, why is Labor Day, MAGA Day, the high holy day of, uh, yeah. or the high holiday yeah. of, of, of MAGA? <clears throat> well, Steve, uh, MAGA, as distinguished from rhino republicanism, um, focuses on what I call the Iron Maga Triangle, and it's the, the end of endless wars, certainly. Um, it's uh, the uh, fair trade, which is kind of um, at the top of the list, and it's the secure borders. Now, if you look at that Iron Triangle, um, the two of those legs, secure borders and, and, and fair trade, basically speak directly to the deplorables, the black, brown, blue-collar Americans working in manufacturing and, and trying to earn a living in, in difficult 
globalized times. And, and Labor Day, traditionally, you know, the great parades, it, be, it belonged to the deplorables. And as I said in you know, our last segment, it's always been a special day to me, particularly when I was in the White House. It was the, the one day every year where I was assured I could be um, in the White House, uh, not surrounded by, you know, Mnuchin and Gary Cohn off in the Hamptons or Kudlow in Connecticut or, or Kushner back wherever he would go. And the boss always understood Labor Day. He, he got it. He knew that Labor Day was the sweet spot of the sweetest of spots in the battleground states, particularly um, across the uh, what has become, uh, unfortunately, in many cases, the Rust Belt, the place where all of the factories got bundled up and shipped off to China. And uh, the four years I spent in the White House, every day was Labor Day. We were trying to get those back. So it's a it's a very special day in this country, and we as a country need to remember its importance because without labor earning decent, real wages, we don't have a country. And that's where we're in now, Steve. That's the problem. The deplorable, I mean, we've got a, just just a, an army of illegal aliens streaming across our border. That bill's coming due. And the people who are at the front lines of that is that driving uh, down is that driving down is that driving down wages is that driving down wages is that driving down wages in the service industry among American citizens African Americans and Hispanic Americans is that driving down yeah, wages and, and, in the service business and, and and just wait because we were talking about the lies of Janet Yellen she gets on she goes to Davos right and among one of the many lies she tells is that immigration's down. She's talking about how immigration levels are down. It's like, okay, maybe legal immigration, but are you kidding me? And so this is, these are all destabilizing forces. So for me, I think, I think it's a really good time to um, think about what MAGA means. It's, we are not the fascists that Joe Biden would have us portray. It's very, very simple. It's like people uh, you, you, who, who shower after they go to work rather than before they go to work. That's who we are. We are the hardworking people that provide things around this country, and we've been shunted aside. And I'm telling you, Steve, you know, this inflation, again, the picture behind me, that's the 70s. It's just yep. it's just going to eat let away me, at the fabric of our hang, economy hang and society. L- l- let me let me uh, before we get to the to the different economies I want to get into, but I got to bring up two political things. I want to ask you, Ro Kahana, who's kind of the head of the progressive wing of the uh, from Silicon Valley or up there in Northern California, congressman who has presidential ambitions. He's been in the Midwest and Politico has been all over this uh, making this round. He says we're Trump voters and kind of. Uh, moderates or independents and, and, and Democrats are listening to this guy, and his whole tour is called Economic Patriotism. Well, what is the difference from what Ro is talking about with economic patriot? that Democrats sitting there going, hey, if we ever want to get these Trump voters back, we got to be preaching this and acting on it. What is the difference between economic patriotism and Peter Navarro's economic nationalism, sir? Uh, rhetoric versus reality. I mean, you mentioned where Roe Kahana comes from, Silicon Valley. I mean, besides Wall Street, Silicon Valley is the primary catalyst for the offshoring, not just, Steve, not just of our jobs and, and our labor, but also of our technology. I mean, it's Silicon Valley that arms the Chinese communists with the technology that they then employ their people with to basically send subsidized products here to America to put people out of work. To, to Ro Kahana, if, I, if he was sitting right in front of me, I'd say, what took you guys so long in the Democratic Party? You'd at least adopt the rhetoric. I mean, you got Janet Yellen preaching supply-side economics to support their, their Keynesian policies on steroids causing inflation. You got things like the Inflation Reduction Act being jammed down the throats of people by CNN when it's actually going to spur inflation. You got Tim Ryan in Ohio... Um, 
running against J.D. Vance, saying he's like a blue-collar supporter going to get a manufacturing back to Ohio. Look, Tim Ryan was in my Death by China film. He talks the talk, but that dude has not walked the talk. He has been part of the Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi stagflation machine. And so, you know, we we got to, we got to, you know, we're fighting back. I mean, buy American, hire American. Those were the two simple rules uh, uh, okay, of Donald okay, John Trump. That was but, what I did at the White House. Why, and why they're would co-opting Biden, our but rhetoric. Hang on, but, but hang on, the co-opting I want you to walk through right now, because Biden's saying he signed this buy American that, you know, goes with this grand buy American. Why, when you were when you were in the Trump White House, why, I want people to understand how hard it is to get by American, to even get it signed, but more importantly, get it implemented, because it's not far from perfect yeah. now. But why people talk, and I'm telling you, if you want to get votes, you walk around and say buy American, hire American, and for most people, including Rokana, it's totally empty rhetoric. You, sir, were the tip of the spear and the driving force on Buy American. And I can tell you from my time in the White House and then afterwards knowing you so well, there's probably nothing you worked on that people say, no, 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 get out of here, get out of here. What, what is it structurally yeah. in our country that that's what are the big forces that push back even in a Trump administration on Buy American, sir? If you look at the, the Democrats on the Hill, they're the party of Davos. They're the party. Of, they, they get a lot of money from from the, the corporations of the world that love to offshore our jobs. So that's just pure profit politics. And then you got the rhinos, like the Coke Network folks. They're in the same camp. And then you've got the, the purest libertarians, guys like, like Mick Mulvaney in the Freedom Caucus, um, I had to fight Mulvaney. I, there's there's great stuff in the book about it. I had to fight Mulvaney from day one on buy American, hire American. It's like, Mick, that's what the president wants. Why are you supporting? He goes, well, it's going to increase the costs. It's like, no kidding. We're trying to fight the, the unfairness of China dropping subsidized products down into South Carolina wouldn't you rather have factories there? So it's like whether it was the Mnuchin, Kudlow, Cone wing of the West Wing fighting me because they, 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 they were rhino types. Um, I, and here's the thing, Steve. Constantly, hey, I, I tell you what, hold that, hold that, hold yeah. that, hold that for, we're going to take a break. We're here at Peter Navarro walking through the world economy, the American economy on Labor Day and what it is to buy American and hire American. It sounds great. Ain't so easy to do, but most importantly, it must be done. All next in the world. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all life for too long. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Okay, welcome back to the Labor Day special. By the way, who was it Gary Cohen and Mnuchin that stick the FBI on you? They're, they're the ones that wanted you in leg irons, right? <laughs> the most? Not, I, I only well, say that partially in jest. I think, I think it's uh, safe to say it could be Nancy Pelosi because the latest thing the, uh, the, the Democrat House has done um, is filed a, uh, an ambicus brief. Um, in my case, to, to make sure I go into prison. So that's another yeah, story you're a day. for another that's a, day. That's but, a story for, you know, that's story for another. Hold it. Yes. But I want to get back to Cohen and, Man, and Kudlow, yeah. Mnuchin, and Mick Mulvaney's. The Republicans, the establishment Republicans, they say, look, Bannon and, and, and Navarro, they got these good ideas, and, and but they play to Trump's worst elements. And here's the problem is that because they're not particularly sophisticated, and yeah, they try to stand up for working class people. But the system is not if we did the buy American because we're a globalist economy, yeah. we're completely yeah. interlocked throughout the world. And what we should always be doing 
to make sure that the junk that's sold in Walmart, which doesn't include uh, my pillows, because that's made in the United States, and because he stands up, Mike Lindell stands for his, your political beliefs, they've banned him from Walmart, where they're taking the Chinese and, and all the pillows yeah. made from around the world, but not the yeah. American pillows, which you can get from 1988 by going to mypillow.com, promo code war. How's, how's that for a segue? Do that? No, yeah. but but Navarre, <laughs> here, they say, look, Peter Navarre, is, Peter, yeah, Peter Navarre yeah. he's a fighter. He clearly has Trump's ear, but here's the problem. Even though he went to Harvard, he's a little too supportive of working class people because he's naturally, uh, you know, he's a, he's a he's a he's always a fighter for the little guy. He's a bantam rooster, but he's a fighter for the little guy. And here's the problem: in the interconnected economy that we have, it's just it's very unsophisticated that you always want to go to the lowest uh, uh, source of production. And really, the United States is just a a marketing engine that sells to people that essentially work in service economy. Gary Cohn would say over and over again, "We're a service economy. We're a service economy." So, Peter, when you talk, when you go internally, forget the Democrats, because the problem is the establishment Republicans. When you would sit there and go, "No, no, 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 we have to have buy American and we have to have higher American," nothing would bring out their true colors in that. Because whether it's Cohen yeah. or Mnuchin or Mick Mulvaney or the Chamber of Commerce, which if you mention Peter Navarro's name at the Chamber of Commerce, they literally spit right on the floor. What about their <laughs> arguments is that Navarro's heart's in the right place, yeah. but his head's in the clouds. And this is har- horribly uh, yeah. inefficient. It's a squandering of resources. It's inflationary. It's every th- bad thing you can want, and it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's going to fail because it doesn't support creative destruction, Dr. Peter yeah. Navarro. Well, I, I think, first of all, you have to distinguish between um, rhetoric uh, to advance uh, corporate interests versus true believers. I mean, I think a guy like the, you know, Mulvaney truly believed that buy American, hire American was a bad policy that, that would be inflationary. Whereas Cohn, I, Goldman Sachs, he was simply carrying the water. Um, for the Wall Street corporatists who want to send jobs abroad. But um, for, there's two things to say. First of all, one, for more than 20 years, I've been arguing that we've consistently underestimated the geopolitical risk of offshore supply chains. And that, that, <laughs> that has come home to roost now in spades, right? I have been proven right on that in spades right now. The, the idea that, that we've got our supply chains spread all over the globe has, has now led to the fact of stagflation and contributed to that. So my point here, first of all, is they don't, they don't properly um, assign risk to the calculation, right? They just go for the sweatshops and the pollution havens. The second thing, just it's the second thing I always say, it's a snapshot view of the world versus a movie view of the world, a static versus dynamic view. In a static perspective, yes, we have prices go up. Now, I would say here, even in a static view, about 40%, 40 cents on every dollar come back to the tax base. So that's good. So whatever dollar you spend on Buy America, you get a bunch of it back. But here's the thing, Steve. Over time, it's, it's the dynamic view. It's the movie view where you get more and more manufacturing here. Now, a central lesson I learned in my China research is when the manufacturing goes offshore, the service jobs have to follow it. The supply chain follows it. And so when you reestablish manufacturing through buy American, hire American policies, you're not only creating a job at the manufacturing level, you're bringing the supply chain back home, which is both safer and cheaper. So the movie version of this, and this is pure Trump deplorable, Steve, the movie version is we're all better off in this country under by American, particularly the black, brown, and blue-collar Americans that, are, that, that, that don't have the money to go to college, so they don't have their loans forgiven, high school educated, in manufacturing, prosperous, Same. Let me go. I want to go to the supply chain situation. Maybe this will get us a segue into the American economy. But in 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 September of 2022, sir, given all the efforts that you had during a pandemic, the medical supply chain, the the drug supply chain, because now know because you exposed it. And we had people on here in those early months 
of, of, of February, March, and April 2020, exposing it. Has any of the really supply chain, even with the efforts of Trump and Biden, the disaster, But because they always argue, hey, the inflation is caused by the supply chain disruptions. Has any of the supply chain really started to come back, particularly on the manufacturing side, or at best, because yeah, of the yeah. now obviously geopolitical issues with China that we, I think, at the, you and I in the war room have been at the forefront, and Miles Guo of saying how, how uh, radical the CCP is and how dangerous they are being business, that you see that uh, dispersing maybe to other parts of Southeast Asia, maybe to Vietnam, maybe to other Malaysia, yeah. maybe even parts of Taiwan. It is, are, have we made any progress in your mind, given we had this pandemic that exposed it to the world, of essentially bringing America's supply chains home? Well, Steve, let me say that in the White House, over the course of the four years, uh, we were able to sign a, a large number of Buy American, Hire American orders. And we saw, through the statistics, uh, a steady improvement in the amount of government dollars on that. So there was progress. Biden has undone every one of that. And, and in some sense, I want to blow your mind here uh, with a little story that's out of the Taking Back Trump's America book. Because the one of the things that got away from me, and it wasn't just Mnuchin and Kudlow and Mulvaney, um, there was one thing I got in, in, in conflict with with Lighthizers, the trade rep. It's like the boss and I, POTUS and I, wanted to rescind this agreement we have with um, the WTO, the World Trade Organization. Steve, I'm going to blow your mind here. Effectively, there's more than 30 countries that we treat as America for the purposes of buy American procurement from the U.S. government. It's crazy. Hold it. Stop. We would have been able to undo that one signature. Hold it. Stop. Nobody knows that. Walk me through that again. There are 30 countries okay. that are defined as America. More than 30, the, yeah. No, yes. stop. Most of that Europe. Can't be okay, here's the way it works. The, within the stop. World Trade Organization, there's a, is that true? there's a treaty. Is that true? Hold it. It, it is true. We, we include there, other. <laughs> Hang on, Steve. Let me just give you this. Because this was I, the general agreement on procurement in the WTO. It's It's. The, the, the GPA, it says, for the purposes of buy American procurement bidding, we treat those countries like they're America, Germany, France, Spain, Italy. And, and I, my head exploded when I found that out. And I spent like the better part of four years you know, the boss always wanted, let's get the hell out of the WTO. I was like, hey, that, that may or may not be a good idea, but how about this as a first step? All Lighthizer had to do was sign one little letter and said, hey, we're out of this. And they, they couldn't retaliate against us. There was no, there was, there was nothing they could do. We were just out. That would have, but, but I mean, think about that, Steve. That's the kind of institutional problems we're up against. And I'll tell you what. A lot there's these agreements that the Pentagon has country to country that waive by American. And and it's like I, I look at this and it's nuts. Like are you kidding me? But that's the kind of fights we had. It's this this institutional attitude, the party of Davos that that decades okay. ago we decided but hang on. But, we were going to make but, the but, rest of the okay. world prosperous as a way of making us prosperous. This it is outrageous. Work. But you, you buried the you said something here is explosive. Joe Biden goes to Scranton. You know that knee jerk reaction to say he's Joe from Scranton. The people of Scranton know it's a joke. But he's made a huge deal of signing all these by Americans. I want to be very specific here because you had I don't know how many executive orders that President Trump put put in a place on buy yeah. buy American hire American you're telling me he undid all all of what you did he undid but did he do things he better because they, they 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 pride themselves on saying that he's the buy American guy now that Trump really didn't do anything he did not do all of them but but what you need my mission in the White House besides getting executive orders signed it was kind of like uh, the the Bill Murray uh, Caddyshack thing with the gopher holes, right? It's like every year in the appropriations bills, you had congressmen and senators putting little waivers in as part of broader packages, trying to waive 
by American. The worst guy um, until he uh, deceased was John McCain. Okay, but it was like a constant fight, and and my my deputy Alex Gray and I would look. Okay, we gotta like respond to that one. I mean, I'm telling you, Steve, it's a it's the war and the Jones Act, which is the oldest expression of "by American," which is basically says that that if you got ships going from point to point within the U.S., they have to be built, crewed, and owned by Americans. It's like that's the lifeline to a shipbuilding industry that's almost dead anyway. And that, they, they're constantly going after that. So my point is that unless you have Trump deplorables inside the deep administrative state beast in the West Wing and everywhere in between in that bureaucracy, you're going to get people who, who are basically anti-labor. And that's why this Labor Day is important, Steve. Labor Day... And Memorial Day are the two most important days to the deplorables because the Iron Triangle maggots, the end endless war, secure borders, and fair trade, which means fair treatment of American workers and manufacturers. Peter, hang on for one second. Um, the book, he's got a new book out. You've got to get this is kind of the blueprint for going forward. It's how to win in November. But as importantly, because we know we're going to win. Uh, if we keep our shoulder to the wheel and eye on it, but it's about what we do afterwards. And this is why this book's so important. People talk all the time, well, everybody identifies the problem, nobody identifies the solution. Dr. Peter Navarro has drilled down to do that. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to turn with Dr. Navarro. He's going to give us his assessment of the world's economy, the American economy, and what actually needs to happen to fix it. It's Labor Day. It's our special. It's MAGA's holiday. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back on Real America's Voice in the War Room. Next. Bring it on and now we'll fight to the end. Just watch and see. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, welcome back. I want everybody also to understand, go to birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. I've done this series, and one of the things I pride this show in is being able to take people with no economics background, middle class and, and, and working class people, and you'd be shocked by the people who've come to me that are highly educated said, man, I didn't know any of this. I didn't really know how the economy worked. I didn't know how it was inextricably linked to Europe. I didn't understand our reliance on the Chinese Communist Party. We pride ourselves. This show is as sophisticated a business show as you can get, and I get this from hedge fund guys all the time. But we make this show for the MAGA and the deplorables, and what I'm so proud of is how you guys have responded to it. Um, and so, um, and that's why we put these books out, whether it's you know Lords of Easy Money or the Trillion Dollar Triage or Dr. Navarro's books, all that, because we want to get as much information to you as possible. You'll see a change in your life. You'll see a change of how you look at the world when you understand it's about money and power, right? We're obviously fighting a great spiritual war, but in the temporal sphere, it's money and power. Uh, I want everybody to go to uh, birchgold.com forward slash Bannon. You get the second installment of uh, the end of the dollar empire. This is on the prime reserve currency. It's a, prime, it's a primer on that. So you understand we talk prime reserve currency, what an important concept that is. And I want to thank Dr. Peter Navarro, who's been with us since we started the show back in 2019, has just done such a great job of explaining everything in, in, in really layman's nomenclature with using all the sophistication of his Harvard PhD. I think one of the reasons I, I love your book and I gave such a, a shout out to it that you heard in the spot is particularly in this book, you talk about not just the issues you break down, but you also talk about the actions. Why do you think you, because you, people don't know you, you're like a brother to me, but when Navarro's working on a project, you can't get him. I mean, when he's doing this book, you just can't, he's just, he's, he's so maniacally focused on the, on the problem at hand. It's like he was in the White House. That's why Trump loves him so much and trusts him so much. 
what is it about this book in this time? What, what, because everybody comes to me and says, Steve, I'm overwhelmed with the problems. I need somebody to give me a clear, a common sense solution. Dr. Peter Navarro. See, Steve, thanks so much for this. Um, look, the Taking Back Trump's America book, what, what I try to always do is, is see this chessboard, to look over the horizon in Admiral Bannon's terms. And I think one of the first contributions of the Taking Back Trump's America book is to have, I think, the most complete explanation of what MAGA is, who the deplorables are, what we stand for. And I think just folks reading that portion of the book will be able to much better defend ourselves against the slings and arrows of people who want to call us domestic terrorists or fascists or any of that. And as we talked about earlier, Steve, the Iron MAGA triangle um, of populist economic nationalism is the end endless wars, the secure borders. And most of all, and I was the tip of the spear on this, is fair trade with the rest of the world. So that that that's a, I think that in and of itself is an important contribution. The second thing is one of the one of the important principles of the book it's the canon of Bannon, right? It's action, action, action. And I lay out in the book the critical, absolutely critical importance, not just getting the White House back in 2024, but first and foremost, getting the House of Representatives back, not for Republicans, but for Trump Republicans. I explain how in 2018 we lost the House because of mistakes made with inside the White House facilitated by Mitch McConnell, where we focused too much on the Senate, not enough the House. That unleashed Pelosi, Raskin, Schiff, and this unconstitution and illegal use of Congress's investigatory powers. And so the Taking Back Trump's America book really is an exclamation point as to why and how we have to take back the House. And then moving forward in, in terms of once power is put back in the hands of the people, the deplorables through Trump Republicans, we have to get back to the kind of structural economic solutions that are going to deal with what's going to be a stagflation crisis that's going to make what we experienced in the 70s. Um, looked like a walk in the park. And I was there in the 70s of prime age when that was happening, and it was not a good time for anybody, and it went on for more than 10 years. And so the Taking Back Trump's America book, I could have called it Taking Back Trump's Economy, but it's more than that. But that's, that's basically why I think this book is timely and important and can help carry us into November as we're fighting the poll suppression and all of this from the Democrat establishment who are trying to do everything they can to beg, borrow, and steal uh, November and hang on to power. I cannot imagine a world, Steve, right now where the Democrats hang on to the Congress in 2022 and the White House in 2024. We will not have a country as we know it for the deplorables we all love. And so that's what the Taking Back Trump's America book is about. I hope people will give it a chance. Go and pre-order it on Amazon right now if you can. Let's drive it up to number one. My last book in Trump time, which was the first of my White House memoirs, in large part because of the war room, was the best-selling book of the Trump memoirs. This one's explosive. As Steve Bannon says, it's brass knuckles. I hold nothing back, and I explain why... In the next administration, we have to do a whole lot better in terms of the people this, we surround yeah. President Trump with, this, this, so he gets to do what okay. he needs to do. We're, we're, we're going to go to a 90-second break to start second hour, and we're going to get into some hardcore economics and that, and everybody needs to hear this about what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life. But it's also about us. We must win in November. What, what, what Peter said is absolutely 100% correct. We must absolutely win uh, in November. And this is the kickoff for this. Remember, Labor Day is the traditional end of the year, end of the holidays, the summer, and the start of that sprint towards the Christmas holidays. But in between there, we have November 8th. We have to win. And then after we win, and I mean win, I mean 40, 50, 60 seats in the House, 
We then have to know what we're doing with governing. One thing we're going to get into the next is this thing called the appropriations process, the appropriations bill. That is one of the greatest powers the founders gave the House of Representatives, really the, the House of Commons for the American people. But the games that are played, the tricks that are pulled, you're going to hear it all next. Where? The War Room, our Labor Day special. Back in 90 seconds. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. They have all- Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger, better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. 